What is up, girlfriend? Welcome to the Hey Soul Sister podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Turk, and I am so dang pumped that you are here. This is a space that is all about real, from the heart, for the soul chats designed to help other women like me fearlessly pursue their dreams, build habits that serve them, and chase after becoming the women that the Lord called them to be. I'm going to get really vulnerable with all my soul sisters out there as I share tangible tools that will help women build the lives that they've dreamed of for the glory of God. We are going to have a whole lot of fun, keep it super real, share in some really great words and fellowship, and take action together that will make us really freaking proud of the women that we are and the women that we are becoming. Buckle up, because here we go. We are doing the dang thing. Hey, Soul Sister, what is up? Welcome to this week's episode of the Hey, Soul Sister podcast. I am so pumped that you are here, and I am so excited for this week's episode um, and just to dive into something new and exciting with y'all. So without further ado, grab your Americano, grab your margarita, whatever it is, and let's get to talking. This week is going to be so much fun. But before I dive in specifically to the topic for this week, I want to just kind of fill you in on what to expect um, for the next couple of weeks. We're going to be diving into our first ever series on this podcast. So we're going to be talking about like one specific topic over the course of the next couple of weeks. Um, And I'm so singing pumped about it because if you know me at all, um, then you know that I am incredibly passionate about relationships. Um, And I love, like I literally will nerd out with reading relationship books, listening to other podcasts, um, you know, doing all of the things because I just think they're so fascinating. And I think there's so much to learn. And I think that God can really do amazing things through every type of relationship in our in our lives. And so that's what we're going to be talking about. Um, So we're diving into our first series called Relationship Realness, where we will be going and talking about, you know, being single, dating, getting engaged, being married, um, friendships, all of the things. And I think it's going to be so good. I'm so excited about it. So um, this week, we're going to be talking about singleness, which is probably the topic that I am most passionate about because um, I have learned so much being single. Um, Just for a little bit of background, I guess, about me, when I graduated college in 2017, I was actually in a relationship, um, and it was a relationship that I'd been in through about half of college, and and I graduated. Um, In that relationship, I moved to Charlotte, and quickly after moving to Charlotte and starting my first job, that relationship ended. So I was then single for, um, I guess, over three years, and then I was uh, in a relationship for like six to seven months last year. And it was, a, it was a very serious relationship, but it abruptly ended. And then I've been single ever since. And so I feel like I've, and I have dated through that, but I feel like I've learned so much about being single through this. Um, and especially in the last year and a half of kind of like the, where I was, in my singleness before getting into that relationship. And then especially where I've grown in my singleness with the ending of that relationship. And so I just have some really, I think, beneficial things to share. And I, um, some important mindset shifts to, um, make a note of that I think will really, help you in your walk with singleness. And it's my hope and my prayer that this really does help you. So um, before diving into kind of talking about what that is, um, I'm going to make 
possibly a weird statement, but hear me out. So this moment right here, right now, I am beginning the formal petition to end calling singleness a season, which if you were to listen to my last episode of the Hazel Sister podcast about singleness, you'd be like, Lindsay, you literally called singleness a season all throughout that podcast episode. And I stand by everything that I said in that episode. And that episode, I talked about how to view our singleness as a gift, which it a thousand percent is a gift. And I um, really would encourage you to listen to that episode as well, especially if you walking through singleness, because I really genuinely feel that singleness is a gift and that it is something to take advantage of. Um, So again, stand by everything that I I said in that podcast, except calling singleness a season. So let me explain why. I'm I'm really not trying to be the token negative single girl the week before Valentine's Day here at all, because that is 1000% not me. But the thing is, we truly are not guaranteed marriage. And I think one of the reasons that we struggle so much in our 20s and 30s with being single is because we think that we are entitled to marriage because of, well, I think that A, we just feel like we're entitled to marriage. And then I think that B, we think that we're entitled to it because of the season of life that we're in, i.e., you know, being out of college, being a professional, you know, getting our finances together, you know, being independent, all the things, things like we think that once we have all of that, we should be married. But God does not promise us that we are going to get married anywhere in the Bible. But the good news is that he does promise to fulfill the desires of our hearts and he will either fulfill the desire that is placed on our heart to get married because he is the one that put that there or he will take that desire off of our heart. And I just want to say that whichever one of those scenarios unfolds in our lives, like we are okay because we are in the hands of our loving father and he will take care of us, you know, no matter what our relationship status is. Just because we have the desire to get married and the belief that that is in fact what God has planned for us, I really want to remind you that we are on his timeline, not our own. And I think that we feel like singleness is a season and that it's going to be a short one because of how the world portrays postgraduate life, right? Like you graduate college and you move to a city and you get a job and then you're supposed to start dating and then you're going to get married. And by the time you're 32, you're going to have kids, right? That's what the world makes us feel like is going to happen because in books, in movies, in, in all of these places and everything that we see, that is the quote unquote standard of life. However, that is not necessarily what's going to happen. Like, and, and it's okay if that is not what has happened because what if you don't get married until you are over 30 or even over 40? Well, what that means is that that is what God's will for your life is. What if what God needs for you right now in what you're going through in life is for you to be single? We need to let go of this idea that singleness is just this short season of our life postgraduate of, of college. And we need to pick up the idea that singleness is an opportunity in life to focus on finding the one. 
And no, I do not mean like the one, our other half, our soulmate, because hot take here, and this is a hot take, and there's a lot of mixed like opinions about this, but I don't really believe in those titles. I don't think that we have, I, and let me explain why, because I mean, the one is the one who knit you together in the womb. The one who loves you more than you could ever ask or seek or imagine. And the one who will complete or fulfill you, that one is Jesus, right? And we have this idea of like, quote unquote, other half, quote unquote, soulmate. But those things make you feel like you are incomplete if you are single, but you are fully complete because you are a child of God, right? So yeah, that's just my opinion about that. There's a lot of opinions about that, but you need to focus on finding the one. This is our opportunity in life to really grow in our walk with God and learning who he is um, and who he says that we are um, and to really step into the fulfillment that you can experience in being a child of God. And I want to ask you, if God says no to your desire to be married, would you still love him? You are complete in Christ with or without marriage. And so I just really want to encourage you to let his love be enough. I'm just going to tell you that this, I'm saying all this because this is what I've done this past year. And there is so much freedom and just letting the stress, all of the stress of relationships and being in a relationship go and to just focus on my walk with God. Again, not trying to be the token single negative girl, but it's just, it has been a truly freeing experience. And where I'm at with my singleness is that I have fully accepted my singleness right now. And I have not, absolutely have not given up on the belief that God has a husband for me. But what I have accepted is that if, he doesn't, that he's going to change that desire on my heart and that I will be okay because I have a full, happy life as a single person. Um, And I know that there's so much value in this and and for for my future relationship, God willing, Um, and that there's so much that God can do through my life, whether I'm single or whether I'm married. Okay, so that's just kind of like, that was a little bit more long-winded than I expected it to be, but I just really just, I just want to just encourage you just to think about it and not to be negative in thinking about it, but just to let that, I just want you to experience the same freedom that I've experienced and just letting it go and surrendering it to God and trusting that he will move and that he, like his will will be done, okay? So with all that being said, let's dive in to talking about some realness about singleness and some mindset shifts that I think are crucial for the single woman. So first and foremost, I gotta say it, a relationship is not a cure for problems. Okay, I'm gonna say it again. A relationship is not a cure for your problems. I don't think that any of us would straight up say 
that it is, but I think that if we were to take a look at our posture surrounding our relationships um, and dating, that we might be able to see that um, our subconscious is trying to tell us that it is. But what you need to know is that being in a relationship or getting married does not mean that all of a sudden you've got it all figured out in life. Being in a relationship or getting married does not mean that you do not have problems. In fact, it means that you are bringing someone else into your problems. So maybe instead of trying to solve and or like even mask your problems by getting into a relationship, you need to focus on solving your problems so that you don't hurt a future potential relationship. And do you know what the best way to do this is? By getting into a relationship to Jesus, with Jesus, by fully diving in and surrendering everything about your life to him. Because he will help you work through all of the problems and the baggage and the weight of this world that you need to work through before you're bringing somebody else into it. And I'm not saying that, you know, being single, like you're going to work through all of these problems in your life. Um, and then you're not going to have any of that going into relationship. No, not at all. That is a completely unrealistic view. But I think that there's a lot that we can over work on overcoming while we are single that will help us in our future relationship and will help our future spouse. So I, what do I mean by problems? I mean, navigating past pains, things that we experienced in our childhood, things that we experienced in college, just the pain that we have been through, like navigating that working through it, overcoming it. And and I'm talking pain. I'm talking sin. I'm talking addiction and moving forward from all of that brokenness. Um, you know, if you have struggled with pornography, you know, it's it's letting go of that. It's forgiving yourself of that and knowing that you are forgiven because of God. Maybe, you know, you were sexually assaulted. There's so much pain and there's so much brokenness that comes from that. But God can work through that with you. And gosh, God needs to work through that with you before you step into a romantic relationship with a man. Um, I'm talking divorce in your life. I'm talking, you know, maybe you were engaged previously and that relationship ended. Like, I don't know. There's so much pain and there's so much brokenness and there's so many things that we have been addicted to in our lives that we need to begin working through before we become one with another person and we bring them into that. Girlfriend, I do not want you to miss the purpose of being single because you are too hung up trying to mask your pain or diminish your loneliness by dating someone. This season is so powerful. It is a beautiful gift. It is such a time to just focus on yourself and becoming who God has called you to be and to focus on 
your relationship with him. In this season, you can truly build your faith. You can grow into the woman that the Lord has called you to be. You know, you can find things that you're passionate about. You can find, you know, um, there's just so much beauty in this season. Like I genuinely, like I love my life as a single woman because during these past four and a half years, like I have worked so hard to create a life that I am proud of, to create a life that I would be thrilled to welcome my future husband into with me because I have cultivated something that's amazing. I have built this awesome community and I just want to encourage you to do those things as well because whatever you have going on in your life right now, you know, someone else is going to step into that with you. So create something that you're proud of, something that you're proud to show your person when that when he shows up. And explore, try new things, experience all that life has to offer because just because you're single doesn't mean that you can't live a beautiful and fulfilled life. So I just want to encourage you um, to do all of these things because they will make you the very best wife material if that is what God has in store for you because all these things are also aligning your heart to make you the best daughter of God and sister in Christ to your community. So please, please, please just learn to view your singleness as a gift. And like I said, um, to hear like a more in-depth like step by step what I've done to view my singleness as a gift. You can go listen to that last episode of the Hey Soul Sister podcast um, that I did about our singleness being a gift. So moving on, I want to also tell you that it is so important to know that your worth has nothing to do with your relationship status. And it has everything to do with our loving, faithful father in heaven who tells us that we are worthy, loved, enough, and taken care of. I want you to know that absolutely no earthly relationship is ever going to fill you up or bring you your purpose. No earthly relationship is ever going to bring us worthiness or define us, but we have God. And he is the only relationship that will satisfy us, fill us up, pursue us, unconditionally love us, and never forsake us. People in this world, we are broken. We are broken people living in a broken world. And even the people on this earth that love you the absolute most will hurt you, but God will not. You need to understand your value and who created you and what he paid for you. And you will understand just how worthy and enough you are. Okay, next up, let's talk about feeling like you are missing out because you are not in a relationship. So I'm just gonna be honest, like this is something that I have definitely struggled with because um, pretty much all of my best friends, no, not pretty much, my tightest, best, like core group of friends, they are all officially married. Um, Now I do have single friends, but like my like tight people, my inner circle, they're all married. And so that's amazing. Like, praise God. I am so happy for them. But because I'm constantly surrounded by people in these beautiful, amazing relationships, at times I've really struggled with feeling like I was missing something because I was not in the types of relationships that my best friends were in. 
But the perspective shift that I had was that I would so much rather hold out for the right person than just be in a relationship so I don't feel like I'm missing out on quote unquote relationship things, right? Like I'm, and and it's great because I think that while seeing all of my friends in a relationship kind of made me feel like I was missing out on something, it was also a really beautiful reminder of how amazing and how worth it it will be to hold out for that right person. So let's define right person. Okay. Um, let me just like say this and it, and it just needs to be said. Do not date a loser or a jerk because you are afraid of being lonely. Okay. Do not date a loser or a jerk because you are afraid of being lonely. We do not date potential and we do not settle. Settling is saying that I can pick right now instead of God can provide later, right? So we don't take potential and we don't settle because God has someone so amazing in store for us, wherever they might be, if that is, in fact, what he has planned for us. And so, you know, holding out for the right person will be worth it. And so I really want to encourage you to take this time to figure out your your non-negotiables. Now, I'm not talking, you know, that your future husband has to be, you know, 6'3", exactly, with brown hair, brown eyes, you know, a beard that has played football, um, you know, works in finance, et cetera, et cetera. No, not that specific. <laughs> like those are things that would be nice to have. And you can have like a little nice to have idea in your head. We all do. I'm talking like non-negotiables, the care, like the God given character that you absolutely will not sway on. And that is being a God fearing man, you know, prioritizing his faith above his relationship with you, you know, being intentional, you know, having good communication skills, et cetera, et cetera. Like those things that really will make or break a relationship, not the nice to have. Like figure out what those are for you. And they can be a little bit different for everyone else, depending upon your personality and what you've been through in your past life. But, you know, really figure out those things that will help you identify the right person. And very early, I'm talking first dates on, you know, look, at the person that you're going out with and figure out if they exhibit those things, figure out questions that you can ask in order to evaluate the men that you are bringing into your life to ensure that you are not settling and that you are not dating what someone could be, but that you are dating the man who has spent time working on himself to become who he needs to be to have a woman like you. All right. So I also want to say right here, I already said it once, but we're going to remind you again that we don't have soulmates, right? I just want to remind you again that we talked about this, you know, one of the first things I said in the podcast is that, um, you know, you having a partner does not complete you. You are a full, complete, amazing woman because you have Jesus in your life. Okay. So really rest in that. And again, don't date a loser or a jerk because you are afraid of being alone. Spend time with Jesus and realize that he is enough. And he truly is. That's not just some like token, like Christian tagline. It's something that if you fully experience Jesus, that you will get to experience in your life as well. I think one thing 
that's also worth mentioning is that um, it can be easy to feel like God has forgotten about you. Um, We talked a little bit about this in the last episode that I did on singleness, but I definitely feel like it needs to be talked about again. And I just really like, I want you to say this so many times to yourself, like write it on your mirror. God has not forgotten about you. Like seriously, if you feel like God has forgotten about you, write. You know, God has not forgotten about Lindsay on your mirror. I mean, obviously not Lindsay, your name, but, you know, write that on your mirror. So every time you look at yourself, you remember that God sees you. I think that the enemy is working particularly hard in our lives to make us feel lonely and forgotten. And I think that's just true for everyone. You know, if we look back on 2020 and 2021, um, that you know, that is definitely somewhere where we are under spiritual attack. And I think that this is also very true as we live in singleness is that the enemy makes us feel like God has forgotten about us. But God is with us and his eyes are on us. No matter how many guys are giving us attention, we have the attention of our loving and faithful father and he has a purpose for our life. And he is working to align us with the plans that he has for us. I share this in the in um, the last podcast that I did about singleness, but I'm going to share it again. Palm 17, 8 says, keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings. The Hebrew word for apple means circular object. When God says that you are the apple of his eye, he literally means that you are the pupil of the eye, the circular object in the center of his eye, in the center of his vision. You are literally in the center of his vision. He has not forgotten about you. And in in fact, his attention is on you. But if you never look him in the face, you will never fully experience the magnitude of his love. Girlfriend, he has not forgotten about you. He has been here right beside you all along, but it's up to you to fully look up, look in his face, invite him in and step into his peace. The peace that surpasses all understanding. It's there for your taking. You just have to accept it. Okay. Also, something that I want to talk about that has really helped me a lot um, is that instead of stressing so much about when and if I'm ever going to find my husband, um, that I pray for him. In in those moments where I'm like, you know, watching a sad, you know, rom com, and you know, I'm wait, I'm waiting for the characters to get together, and I'm like, wow, am I ever going to get that person? Like, I literally stop and pray anytime that you know, the idea of marriage comes to my mind and I'm thinking of envisioning myself married, like whatever it is, like I literally stop and pray for my future husband. Like I pray for who he is becoming and for what he is doing. And I pray for his family and his heart. And it doesn't have to be, you know, anything crazy, but just like, dear God, like for that man that you have out there for me, like, please, I just, I just hope that you are with him. And I hope that you are giving him strength and confidence and who you know, you say that he is um, and that he is growing with you and becoming um, the man that you have called him to be. Just like little simple things like that. Like, I just think that there's so much power in in praying for him. And I can't wait to someday meet him and to tell him, you know, how long I've been praying for him and the things that I've prayed over him and his life before I even met him. Um, so I just really want to encourage you that like, if that's something that you want in your life, like if you are truly 
feeling that strong desire on your heart to be married, I just want to encourage you to to pray for that person, but also talk to God about that desire on your heart um, and what that means for you. So that is what I have. And um, I just, I really, really hope that this meets you where you're at um, and that it really kind of helps you to reevaluate your outlook on your singleness and gives you some um, action steps for mindset shifts that can happen as you walk through your singleness. I do not want to discourage you. Um, and in fact, I want to encourage you that God is going to fulfill the desires of your heart, that he is going to take care of you, and that he does have someone out there for you. But I just want to encourage you to be patient in waiting for that person, because how much more beautiful will it be to know that you have been patient and that you have been growing in your walk with God rather than just, you know, dating people's potential and and dating jerks and, um, you know, dating losers because you're lonely, but that you can look at your future husband and say, wow, like, you know, as I patiently or, or impatiently, but tried to be patient, like waited for you to come into my life. Like I grew so much on my walk with God. And I just know that that is going to make me a much better wife to you. Like, I can't wait to tell that to my future husband. And, and I can't wait for you to, to do that as well, because I have so much faith in God and who he says that he is. And I have so many prayers for you um, that you will experience that as well. And that you can also experience the joy that there is in singleness because there is so much joy in singleness and there it's a beautiful um, time of life no matter how long this time may be like I hope that you can experience the beauty in it and not just be resentful because I do think that it is easy and like society makes us feel like we should resent being single but I think that you should genuinely celebrate it and remember that whatever life that you are living right now is the life that you are inviting your future spouse into. So I encourage you to make sure that you are living a life right now that you are proud of. And if you're not, audit yourself and take the steps that it that need to happen so that you are proud of it because God is proud of you. He loves you. He is taking care of you. And as always, I'm rooting for you, sister. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode, girlfriend. If you love this episode and it's really resonating with you, it would mean the world to me if you shared it with one of your soul sisters or share it on your social media and tag me so I can reach out and thank you for helping to get the message out. I am the most dang thankful that we are on this journey together to become really freaking proud of the women that we are and the women that we are becoming. We are doing the dang thing and I can't wait to see where it takes us.